Welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is sponsored by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon run by Joe Ross, former Army fullback, former Army assistant coach, former Army officer, guest on the Black Knight Nation podcast. And uh, please check our YouTube channel. This is our third podcast of the week, I believe. Um, talked to wrestling coach Kevin Ward a couple days ago on their season coming up. Talked to 1972 football players, Ed Francis and Bob Hines, about them winning the first Commander-in-Chief's trophy 50 years ago. That was a good one. And uh, tonight we're going to review, uh, uh, preview the Air Force game on Saturday. And we have Steve Anderson, our co-host here. Um, we have Brendan in Jersey, who's also appeared on multiple reviews. And our special guest tonight is no other, none other than James Nautical. James, this is, I think, like your third time on the Black Knight Nation podcast. Right. Man, we appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, I just text James today, and he hop, He said he'd come on, and uh, we got a big game coming up on Saturday. You, you and you, James, you and Steve were talking about your plans to watch the game on Saturday, yeah. right? Um, oh, yeah. You guys are in Colorado, so you're kind of in enemy territory. So uh, maybe, uh, Steve, what are you guys doing? Uh, Steve's on mute. Is he? Well, I can yeah, answer for him. Oh, there's, um, there's a place called Mother Muffs. That's where we're going to watch it in. Old Colorado City, um, this weekend. So it's they got an amazing breakfast. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, a little brunch action and then start the mimosas or whatever we got to do. Um, once kickoff happens, uh, so however, however goes, but it's a huge watch party, always a good turnout in Colorado Springs. You know, there's several army bases, uh, out here, um, and a lot of guys. Uh, end up retiring or, or move out here to, to work. So um, always good. Um, always good to connect with uh, old grads and then just, you know, Army football fans uh, in general. Uh, so it'll be a good. And I look forward to seeing James. 9.30 kickoff. All right. Oh, yeah. Bright and early. Guys, yeah. It's, uh, it's a great, it's a great, uh, great weekend when you can start watching Army at 9.30 in the morning. Um, I, I, I stand by this. Mountain time zone, best time zone to watch sports, in my opinion. I'll second uh, that. Yeah. So it's, you know, you're watching night games and still got time to, to hang out with the wife afterwards. And, you know, if there's football on, there's usually a beer in the hand. So it's never too bad to start at 930 in the morning. So, uh, well, yeah, definitely look forward to it. Uh, got a got a uh, intense matchup uh, always with Air Force. You know, Sal, as we know. Everybody hates them, so. <laughs> you know, I got on a conference call uh, this week with Covina Bonzu, and he's been through a bunch of these Army Air Force games, right? And I asked mm-hmm. him to describe the rivalry in one and, and, and a few words. He came up with one word, heated. He came up with heated as to describe the rivalry. James, uh, you, you played in it too. Um, is that a, a pretty fair assessment of the description for the rivalry uh, oh, yeah. Air Force? Or? Oh, yeah. I'd say heated, violent. Maybe even hated. Who knows? Uh, it's a yeah. It's a it's a fun rivalry because it's very it's very different from like Army Navy. Um, like you can see that with the way the game typically goes, but it's just you're just there to to lay the wood, hit people, hurt people, have fun. And, I got a uh, I got a chance uh, last weekend. I was down in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Um, and uh, just got to link up with some some old players there, some old buddies, and 
they're excited. I mean, it's going to be everybody I know that's in that area. That was a football player. They're bringing their family. Uh, so it'll be, uh, you know, a great game. I don't necessarily like the venue. I think football should never be played. I don't think America's passion time should ever be played in America's pastime stadiums. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, uh, that's, I just, you know, you know, football rules all, you know, I'm with, you know, I'm with OBJ. You make billions of dollars in this sport. Everything should be grass, fix it, resod it, whatever you need to do, get rid of the artificial turf uh, and play on a football field in a football stadium. Here. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys had played – Steve, you played in Yankee Stadium, right? James, did you play in Yankee Stadium too or no? No, we never we never played in a baseball stadium. Well, that's good. Yeah, we yeah. actually were the uh, – we were the first game ever in the new Yankee Stadium. First football game ever to be played at the, the new New York Yankee Stadium. So Notre Dame, right? Yep. Michael Floyd, one of the biggest men ever. Harrison Smith, Minnesota Vikings uh, safety. You know, Eifert, I believe Eifert was injured and Ertz was playing instead, I believe. Uh, but they, I mean, a lot of, lot of, I mean, a lot of great talent. There's, uh, there's probably still uh, an imprint of the side of my body in the outfield where I got pancaked by a pulling tackle as I was making an arm tackle. So, like, I had the running back here, and I just got squished. And I, I literally felt my body go into the ground. Largest line, them and Iowa State. So, anyway, back to Army Air Force. Yeah, uh, you know, Steve, real quick, I, I, let's talk about – we were talking before uh, we went on air. We got we, we got to talk about this wrestling hole that you were able to get away with in one of the uh, – no, it, it wasn't games. a it wasn't a wrestling hold. It just the guy just happened to be coming through the gap, and my my hand just caught his throat. So i I was able to shed the block shortly thereafter, and I just kind of put my other hand on him and choke slammed him to the ground the best I could. So as you should, it was a uh, it, uh, it was a very you know I used to love power bombing people in football, and then I got flagged wow. a couple times for that. So I couldn't power bomb anymore. They said that was, you know, you know, uh, unnecessary roughness or whatever. Once you pick a guy up, you can't slam him. That's James up. Uh, that um twenty-one nothing win that you were a part of. I think we talked about it when you were on the podcast the last time. I don't mm -hmm. know if there were any like choke slams or you know uh, power bombs or anything like that. But that was definitely a beatdown, right? Oh, yeah. uh, and one of the more memorable you know, Army wins over Air Force, not in just recent history, in the series, period. Um, I think we talked a little bit about it um, before, but that – just the mindset you guys had going in, right, to, um, to to shut them out on their home field and to just kind of shut them up mm -hmm. too, I'm guessing, right? I mean, can you just um, maybe relive that with us for a little bit? Yeah. Um, I mean, that was – was it 2017, I think? Um, yeah, I think that was the year we played there. We were, I think we were having a pretty good year. I don't remember where our record was that year, but we were, we were having a great year, I think. And uh, I don't remember how they were doing, but confidence was in the air, right? Everybody's feeling good. Our defense, I think, had been doing pretty well. And I, I don't know. The stars just kind of aligned with it. Bateman, our D coordinator, was 
I mean, I, I, I love the guy. He's a great defensive coordinator and he was very, very passionate about it, much like every other coaching staff, right? The mindset he had was, you know, let's, let's, let's spank these guys. Let's, let's embarrass them, make them feel, you know, cause you, you can, you can beat them. You, you can play them. You can play well, all this stuff, but you know, to like professionally embarrass them is, is a great accomplishment, I think. And that's, I think that's what we went in there trying to do. And that's what we ended up doing. And, you know, it was just, our offense was rolling. They had a great game and our defense was just shoving it down their throats. And, um, it, it was, you know, just a fight in the trenches. Everybody's hitting everybody, every play. And, you know, whether you're a DB or a receiver or whatever, you're, you're out there for blood and, um, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a very fun feeling to look up at the end of a game and just see a goose egg on the opposing team scoreboard, especially when it's in their house. Um, so it was, it was, it was a good time. We enjoyed it. And it's that, that's one game I think I'll remember more than anything, just cause it was, it felt so good to shut them out at home. Yeah. You know, I, we talk a little bit about Steve talk about too, about, when you when your career is done, when your co- college career is done, and who you might run into it, like whether it be former Navy or former Air Force people after, and they'll always ask you how you did against you know the service academies. And James, when you can uh, bring up that game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, w- w- that 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 that's def- that's definitely a good one. And Steve yeah. can bring up his Steve can bring up his choke slams, and you know, are we are, are Steve? I mean, I know. I know it's a touchy subject with you as far as, you know, the, 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 the Navy air force rivalries, but you have memories, right. And you still hold those memories today pretty close, right. About, about the experience of playing, like just what it's like to play in these games. Right. Oh, 100%. I mean, they're, they're, you know, out of the, out of the trio, right. These three games are unique in itself. Um, because it's the, uh, it's the one it's the you know the the old the old meme right it's everybody you're watching on the field um has decided to go down a path that's willing to fight for everybody who's watching them right so it's just kind of cool when you you know it's all these guys that are you know all these guys that have all chosen to you know serve the higher purpose or or, or serve their united states army air force you know navy uh, so it's just kind of, you know, it's a very unique thing, uh, and it's a very intense robbery for the most part, other than the dark years, um, uh, of army, you know, it doesn't matter what the team's records are. It doesn't yeah. matter, you know, how well, a, you know, a team could be, you know, air force could be eight, no going in this game and army could be own eight or vice versa. And the game could be coming down to a point, uh, a possession, uh, a turnover. Uh, and that's what's really cool about – they're truly rivalries, right? Um, mm-hmm. Now that all three teams are, are you know, where they should be um, other than the dark years in Army. So, lo- really looking forward to it. I'm expecting a fast game, you know, second and third, uh, you know, rushing offenses uh, in the country. So, um, just gonna have to, you know, minimize. We have to minimize mistakes on the offense, right? Minimize mistakes on the offense, uh, and hold on to the ball and, and capitalize uh, on the opportunities that Air Force gives us. Uh, and it'll be be a great game. It'll be a great win on Saturday. 
Yeah, uh, Brendan, we talked about on the last podcast, I think we did when we reviewed the Louisiana Monroe game, that Army's given some free points away this year, right? They've given the, the ball away at, at the doorstep a couple times, and you can't do that in this game, right? And I was even thinking, like, even, like, personal foul penalties. You can't you can't give them any yardage. You can't give them any easy – you got to make them drive the length of the field, right? Um, Brendan, just talk about – Talk about that a little bit about how you know you need to play pretty much a, a, a clean a clean game in, in these games to be successful, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, even uh, kind of like as I've definitely been happy with the improvement of the team the past couple of weeks, and there's definitely been a lot of improvement. And I think a lot of that, at least on offense, has to do with Jamel Jones and just the consistency he's bringing at the position and, and not having a, a, a rotation there on uh, on every series or within series but uh yeah i mean they, they i i think they i think they had zero penalties in the last game which is great but yeah like even like even something i, I, I think it was in um uh the colgate game there was like a, a fumble that wasn't really a fumble but you know if an army player just dives on the ball it's it's not it's no change of possession. It's not going to replay or anything. So it's just like it's a lot of little it's a lot of little moments like that that add up, especially in a game like this week. Yeah, and, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really feel like this year we've had a bunch of bad penalties on defense where it's it's cost us either you know a punt. Yeah, there's been there's been a few, but. I wouldn't say that's a reoccurring theme more so than in the earlier games. We, we, we hurt ourselves with playing behind the sticks. Um, and that's what I've noticed more than, uh, you know, that's what I noticed the penalties hurt us the most is when we're first and 10, we have second and six or second and five, but it's first mm-hmm. and 20 because of a holding or, or, you know, one of those, one of those chop block calls that they have. I, I still don't, so I, I mean, I I literally watch those plays, and I think it's just if the if the referee thinks it's dirty, he just throws it because yeah. chop blocks that happen every play, and sometimes they get penalized for it. And I understand the high low call, but there are some ones where I'm like, that was a good chop block. Why why is that a flag? So, mm-hmm. uh, but playing behind the sticks can't do it. Stay in front of the you know play play our down and distance where we have success. Um, and, and, you know, minimize those penalties that really hurt us there. Yeah, um, yeah, the negative yardage plays, too. There's been a little bit more negative yardage plays this year than there has been in the past. You know, fullbacks, um, you know, being stopped at the line a little bit more often. But that's because, you know, Buchanan and Riley have been a little banged up. Riley was a beast in the last game against Louisiana Monroe. And his last two games, he's been really on fire. So I think that, you know, that it's good to have he- healthy – uh, Tyson Riley in this game, your two top fullbacks are ready to go. So that should help. Um, as far as quarterbacks, you know, Munkin got Munkin did the press conference today, did his radio show last night. You know, he's not going to announce quarterback, you know, but um, he says he's got three healthy, you know, he's got three ready to go. And um, Jamel Jones, Tyre Tyler and Cade Ballard. Um, if you don't start Jamel Jones in this game, I, I, I think that, I don't know, you have to start Jamel from what he's done in the last two games. And mm-hmm. have Tyler ready because Tyler's had success in these games, right? Tyler's played in a lot of these service academy games, so he mm-hmm. has the experience. This will be Jamel's first service academy start, so I mean, roll with that and see where it goes. And if there, you feel the need to bring in Tyler, then bring in Tyler. But I think Jamel's pretty much earned the start in this game. I don't know how you guys feel. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that for sure. I'd I'd play him because he's he's your one senior quarterback who's uh, local. He's the one Texas kid. And uh, as I as I kind of dug into uh, today, our, our Army football loves playing in Texas in the Munkin era. They are nine and three playing in the state of Texas, uh, five and zero oh since twenty eighteen. So hey, you got a senior, you got a senior, cool headed quarterback from Texas. I, I say you start with him. Yeah, and easily could have been eight and two had that Texas A and M game go uh, a little different because uh, they were right there with Texas A and M. But uh, but yeah, I mean, look, I look, I, I if I'll be happy whoever starts who plays well. It's really about who's been executing the offense in practice, mm-hmm. uh, and who's got and, and I get it. Like Jamel's had great couple games, uh, but these these coaches see these guys every single day at practice, and I love the gamer Jamel's been right. Love the gamer he's been showing up, you know, getting these two wins when we've been banged up. Huge for, you know, if you're looking at what our goals are or what their goals are expected to be, I would say, um, for the season. So this is really, you know, this game this weekend sets up a lot of opportunities and, and allows this team to get that second win knowing that they can win the CIC, knowing that Bo eligibility is still on the table, um, knowing that nobody likes Air Force. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's a lot of a lot of stars aligning, a lot of motivational, external motivational things that are going on. Um, just got to hope those guys execute, execute, execute. Yeah, just wanted to have a defensive note real quick. You could, I might stand to be corrected here, but uh, Jabari Moore had the big pick last year in the game, right? And I thought he had a, two years ago. He had another pick. It might have been against Air Force or Navy, but he's the guy to definitely uh, watch out for in this game. Um, the defense. I think James. I don't know how you feel in that game where you guys shut them down, but the defensive line play is so important in this game. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to set the linebackers up to make plays, right? Like Leo Lone's flying all around the field, right? Mm-hmm. And if Andre Carter plays, it, um, you know, Coach Woody says he's practicing this week. We'll see how much he can play. If he can play, he may not be able to go the whole game, but get Andre Carter back on the field, see what happens. But guys like Bonzu and Nate Smith and, you know, uh, Darius Richardson. Those are, I think, are the most some of the most important guys in this game, in my opinion. I, I don't know, James. Maybe you can just maybe let in some insight about how important you know. Yeah, the trenches are important, but then mm-hmm. those guys to open up plays for the linebackers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people like like Andre Carter, I think, are huge for these games because one, he's been in them plenty of times and he's played very well, right? Um, but he he kind of understands that, like the you know, the, the Air Force and the Navy games are very different from playing, you know, Louisiana Monroe or playing Duke or playing whoever, right? It's a whole different play style, right? Because you're you're not trying to beat a guy on a block. You're not trying to, like, you know, snake around a pass block or something like that. You're just crashing down the line, filling gaps, hitting people in the mouth. And, you know, at the end doing of the day. your assignment. Yeah, it, it's, it's discipline and just doing assignment. your job. and. If you, you know, if you go back and watch the last however many games, like the guys that win are the guys that do their job. 
Um, so it's, it's a lot about the discipline. You don't need to be a hero, right? You just got to do your job. And if your job is to tackle a guy, you know, hit him, hit him as hard as you can. If your guy, if your job's just to fill a gap or, or plug a hole, like, you know, put your helmet in somebody's chin and, and do you do it. Um, and so the, I think they understand that, right. For a lot of the newer guys in the field, um, it, it's just a different play style. So having a little bit of leadership out there from guys who have experienced it. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can hear Munkin's voice in my head right now. Just do your job, do your job, do your job and discipline, discipline, discipline. So um, that's a huge part, especially I think on the defense of just, it's just doing what it's, you're supposed to do and doing it better yeah, than anybody in front of you. The team that plays better defense um, is, is I mean, so Air Force's defense has only given up like 16 points a, uh, a game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we might be averaging more points a game as far as like we're getting more points on the board, but we're essentially even. We're, we're scoring 32, but we're giving up 30, right? You know, we have um, – I think I just looked it up. Let me see here. Let me relook at it. We are the 174th ranked scoring defense in the country. Okay, you're at 74th, Steve. Yeah, it's like out of all, like out of all. Wow. Okay. So it's it's almost 30 points a game. Um, So it's um, you know we've we've just got to. It's going to be a defensive game. We've got to. Our defense has got to show up. Our our offense has been putting up points all year round, and we need our defense to step up in this game um, and, and and you know, hold Air Force, um, you know, under 20. We need we need 20 or less. One thing I can say about that is Nate Woody, right? And the games – the service academy games that he's been the defensive coordinator at Army, they've been low-scoring games. The defense hasn't mm-hmm. really given up much. So hopefully you have you, – you have some hope with that and that – you know, you know, the defensive line real quick, um, they've been rotating guys. They've been rotating like eight or nine guys a game, Brendan, right? I mean, they're keeping guys fresh. They're keeping um, the defensive line pre- re- uh, shifting guys in and out. So Chris Frey's getting some playing time in. Austin Hill's getting some playing time in. Tyler Komarowski's getting some playing time. They're even playing some younger guys every once in a while, Trey Sophia and Kamari Copeland. So I think that's that that could be a positive. That could be a positive. I don't know how you feel about the rotation there on the defensive line. Uh yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, defense is a little different than offense. I'd say like you, like whatever you can do to keep those guys being able to give like 100 percent effort on every play. I'm all for. Uh, do we have any idea if if Carter's going to play this week? Yeah, like I said, I mean. Woody says he's practicing. He okay. could play. He, he may not play like the whole game, but mm-hmm. I think he makes the trip and they see like it might be a game time thing. And I, I have to think if Andre Carter can put the uniform on, he's going to play. You know, and this, yeah. And yeah. Game, I was going to say if, he, if he's got the option, I bet you he's playing. Most yeah. people aren't going aren't gonna to try and pass that one up to recover. That's a, that's a playable game. Are you yeah, you got to play this one if you if, if you miss Troy or you know UConn down the line, you know it, you reaggregate. I don't know. I think he's battling a back injury potentially. I know he had that in the preseason. I'm not sure what mm-hmm. his injury is right now specifically, but I mean, I think he's been close a couple times to playing in the last two games, but it's just been you know, that didn't feel right toward the middle of the week. Didn't feel right toward game time. So um, I think he's gonna play. I think he's. I think he'll play. 
I, I thought he was going to play against Louisiana Monroe. I'm on the field and, uh, and Louisiana Monroe. And I'm like, I don't see Andre Carter anywhere. And he set out that game and maybe it was to, to get, you know, a little bit more extra uh, recovery time for this mm-hmm. one. Um, just want, just wanted to um, bring up something. Uh, Brahim Murphy is a guy who I want to talk about real quick. He's a slot back for Army. He's a senior. And NFL Films did a really great video story on, on his um, – where kind of where he came from in, in the Charlotte area of North Carolina, how his high school coach kind of took him in. Um, and, man, if you got eight minutes, guys, please watch this. It's on my, it's on my Twitter right now. I, re- I retweeted it. The video is up there. It's a really awesome story, and I remember the story went through recruiting when Brahim became a Black Knight, and I, uh, Brendan, I have to uh, call myself out on the Louisiana Monroe um, recap. I was giving Ijon Marshall all the credit for all these things that he did in the game, right? Well, Brahim Murphy was the guy who knocked um, the defensive back of Louisiana Monroe out of the end zone to save an interception that saved Army some points. Raheem Murphy was the guy who returned the uh, opening kick in the second half for a touchdown, mm-hmm. but it got called back because of a holding penalty, I, I believe, at the 45 of Louisiana Monroe. So Raheem Murphy's made a, a couple big plays. I remember him having a big play, big plays earlier in the season. I mean, with no Tyrell Robinson, I, I'm you know we still haven't heard exactly what's going on with Tyrell, but I gotta believe that you know he he's probably will not be playing in this game. So it's up to Ijon, Ijon Marshall and Brahim Murphy to give those big, you know, Stephen, James, you can talk about this a lot. Those chunk plays in these in these uh, service academy games are so important, right? Mm-hmm. Those big plays. You can, Yeah, you love to grind it out like 10 minutes. Of course, defense loves when the offense is on the field for 8 to 10 minutes on a long mm-hmm. drive. But you need those chunk plays to, like, just switch the field sometimes, you know, or, 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 or big plays to score. I remember mm-hmm. 20 – 19 Cam Harrison had some big plays in the passing game that made it a close game. You have Isaiah Austin. Air Force is going to probably put their best DB on Isaiah Austin. They're going to probably, you know, pay pay a lot of attention to him. Get the tight end involved too, maybe. Get Josh Lingenfelter involved. You're not going to be able to run. This is not a game where I don't think you're not going to be able to complete a pass and win. I think you're going to have to throw the ball a little bit to keep Air Force honest. And I think those big chunk plays sometimes are – some of the most important plays in these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think, I think, and, and the good thing is those two guys have the capacity to, you know, the, the way I view it is right there. They're running fullback dives. They're running everything inside the tackles, you know, four or five plays in a row. And then, you know, Brent Davis does the one toss outside, right. Or get something outside the tackles. And that's where those guys are keys because, they're athletic, right? They're very, very athletic, and they can make a guy miss. And you get, you know, you get on the outside in a in an Army Air Force game, and you make a guy miss, you got a chance of making up some yards. So, I think I think those plays are huge, and and I am confident, I think, in both of their abilities to do that. Um, so yeah, I would say I would say that that's going to be a huge factor in the game. Right? Give them some, uh, get some big plays on the board on the offense. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it all year, right? So the the times our offense is clicking is when we've got perimeter play. And it starts yeah. with the the offense establishing some kind of success in the middle, right? And then we do the perimeter, either triple option, uh, eight, uh, halfback toss, um, mm-hmm. 
and, and then we can, you know, I still, I, the, one of my favorite plays is the, the, what is it? It's the, I forget what it's called. Reverse. It's when the quarterback reverse, reverse, I don't know, does the, the full 360. The, fake yeah. That's like a full pivot. Yeah. He does the it, yeah. full pivot. I forget what the actual term of it, but he does the full pivot, uh, like uh fake fullback got dive. And then just right there, the slot up the seam, man, just boom. Mm-hmm. Quick. It's like, it's like a three second play. The slot back is already at like 10 yards when he catches it. And it happens so quick. One of my favorite pass plays out of triple option offenses. Um, but that only happens once they start trying to overcompensate because they can't stop the dive or the toss or we're getting to the edge. Um, and now the safety slash linebackers are looking in the wrong spot and not watching the oh. slot back. So yeah. um, that's one of my favorite plays. I know Sal hopes to see a couple inside counters. Um, those plays. My, no, my, my favorite calls. Yeah. I want to see something different. I want to see if I want to see something different in this game from Army, but I don't want to see any trick plays because trick plays I, just usually don't go well for Army. I, I don't know. I don't know what our success rate is, and I haven't seen it done a lot this year. But not. I don't see a lot of counter option. Do you, is, am I am I off there? Do we run counter option quite a bit? I would say no. Not as not as much as they used to. Yeah, I just feel like there's not a lot of counter op. You know, you. You fullback dive to the right, right? Quarterback opens up, fullback dives, and then just kind of does this 180 with the slot back coming back. Um, yeah. Reverse pivot. I guess they say Nebraska used to run that play. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Army ran it with Glenn Davis before Nebraska in the 80s, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we got the film probably on that, Steve. We got the film. But, yeah, yeah, no, like they don't they don't run as much QB counter anymore, and, and they don't run um, – uh, they don't run that toss sweep much anymore. No. I think I've seen either play less, less than a handful of times yeah. this season. The the toss sweep was hard because it happened so quick. Because the slot backs got like a ten, like a five or seven yard, you know, sprint head start essentially. Um, and you know, or like the you know, they also the other really good play is um, that sweep into hitting the slot back on the opposite side. Um, with a pass up the seam, both. I mean, I just remember as a linebacker, the the counter option, and then the the quick fake pitch, and then hitting the seam. Um, those were two, three hard, two or three really hard plays to to make sure if your eyes and your keys weren't right, somebody was going to miss it. And to that, to that, you know, to the original um, reason we brought this up, the big chunk plays, right? Those are where you can get your chunk plays. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what my kind of what I like to see, and I don't know, Christian Anderson ran it pretty well. Um, is that I guess it is a reverse pivot, but then he um he bootlegs out and he has like a fullback lead block in front of him, like mm-hmm. a Buchanan lead blocking in front of him. That's something that I think if they can get the ball to the outside on that play, that would be something with Jamel Jones. I I think Tyler Tyler runs off tackle pretty good too. Um, I think Tyler's a pretty good off tackle too. So um, we'll see. I mean, um, I don't know. I just look at real quick. We haven't done really much on the air force and um, you know, they have Brad Roberts, a fullback who's probably the best, one of the best fullbacks that air force has had in a long time. I mean, dude he's really good. That dude he's is really a load. Good. He runs hard. He runs mean. Uh, that guy is a great, uh, great running back. What? Um, 
I've really, it's been really like, uh, it's been fun to watch some of his highlights this year, but he's going to get, he's going to get stuck so hard on Saturday. I can't wait. I, I did. I, I did go behind enemy lines a couple weeks ago when they played Boise. Um, I was sold on, on free Bud Lights. So I wore some army gear, went to the game. Um, I was watching them, analyzing them, and I, they're all right. Like, uh, they're not that great, honestly. And and I kind of thought beginning of the season they were going to be a powerhouse with the way they were playing. But watching them against Boise, uh, I kind of saw some fault in them. And I, I just – I wasn't too impressed. I think they got some good players who can do some good things. Um you know, I think their quarterback's pretty good. That fullback's pretty good. They got a couple guys on defense that are that are all right, but um, yeah, they're not. I, I'd say in comparison, I think it's a pretty fair matchup, and it'll be it'll be a fun matchup, I think, too, with with just the rivalry itself. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I just I just was not as impressed as I thought I would be. I'm look I'm looking at it right now. Roberts has 13 touchdowns on the season. Yeah. Scoring machine. Yeah. 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 I mean, Jamel Jones has what, six, uh, five and two games or something like that. If you put, like, you know, you get the, the they're similar running attacks. I mean, he is the focal point of their offense, no doubt. Yeah. Roberts, if you can, st- if you can contain him, then you're going to make the quarterback. Yeah. The quarterback, Daniels, is a, is a, is a good thrower. He's, but he's not a great thrower. And if you can get some pressure on him and force them into, you know, mm-hmm. third and longs or, you know, where they, can't run the they have to throw the ball every once in a while then it's up to you know mark markwell brought in the secondary to make some plays and Mm -hmm. um you know i think that like markwell's had a pretty good season i think leo loan's playing off the charts right now i think he's always around the ball the last three turnovers that army's caused leo loan's been involved in so let's see if he can do that again on saturday and um you know, we're we're gonna see James. That's a good scouting report. I appreciate you. Appreciate you going yeah. out for Black Knight Nation and scouting the Falcons for us. <laughs> I was doing my best. I figured it'd come in handy at some point. I was reluctant, but like I said, free beers is a hell of a sell. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, well, you know, um, so the last um, so Army's a seven point underdog, I think, right now. Um, Hit it. You know, they've been Take the under- it. Take it. The last point. two years they've been under underdog and they've won this game, right? Yeah. I mean. The one was the pandemic game, a 10-7 last year, 21, uh, 21-14 in overtime. Um, let's see. This we have a we have a, a comment real quick. We get in here by L. L. Thanks for uh, watching the podcast. Is Army going to let Daniels get 10 to 15 yards again on qu- quarterback scrambles? Hmm. Steve, you're no, answering that question. No, we're <laughs> not going to let them do that. All right, there, easy. <laughs> yeah, I think that with a guy like Lowen, I think you do have to, um, you know, earlier in the season, Steve, when they were playing some dual threat quarterbacks, I'm not a defensive guy at all, right? You take care of the defense. I usually comment on the offense. But sometimes you need to keep, like, we talked about the spy, right? We talk about mm-hmm. a spy. And let's see if Daniels gets one good run, right, where yeah. he gets – I picked mean, up a look, first down. Then you might want to do something, right? The biggest to, thing with the QB spy is you have to suck – the air, the ground out of it. So once that QB spy has determined that QB is going to pull it, you know, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, four, 1,000, right? Like he's pulling and he's going to run and you got to immediately suck the air out of it 
or mm -hmm. it's going to be open space. Too much green, two-way goes, mm -hmm. right? And it's tough for anybody to be a QB spy at at a position where you're 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 not able to you know beeline it to that that inside hip uh, and try to make an open field tackle, especially if mm -hmm. he meets you square and he's got you know you know essentially three ways, right? Left, left, right, and over top of you. So. Um, mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing is is QB spy. If we're going to use our linebackers, if we're going to use our linebackers to get um, as spies, um, one is they got to be able to they got to be able to control the angles and suck the air yep. uh, out of the um, out of the you know out of the play as that quarterback you know pulls it down and and decides to run. But yeah, well, that's we'll something see, you know, recommend. It could be a couple different guys that QB spy him, depending on who's, who's yeah. Doing the best with it, yeah. And I mean, they get some athletic linebackers, so it's it's doable. And a lot of times, what you can do too is, you know, obviously Air Force is going to run the ball mostly, right? But if you call some zone coverage in regards to that, and the, the linebackers are staying over the middle, you can, um, you know, you you can essentially double tap where you're covering zone, but you're also spying the quarterback and making sure that if he's starting to screw out of the pocket, right, keep leaking towards him, and like Steve said, just suck the air out of it, and suddenly. You know, that you option is not even there know, for him to scramble. If you do that, you know, you could have the high safety and then just play, like, essentially um, two spies, right? He goes left, left linebacker goes. He goes right, right linebacker goes. A um, couple different things they um, – a couple different things they can guys do. class so. of 83, maybe? Good. It's good, man. We'll be watching Thanks a W on that, Saturday, L. L. So At much. Sucking the air out of it. So – um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be decked. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be decked out in army gear. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You got the uh, you got the 50 jersey somewhere, Steve, or no? Yeah, I mean it's in you know my it's in the uh, it's in, in the, the vault, case, right? It's in it's in the it's it's immortalized, I guess you would say, right? No dust on it ever. No, I don't know. I got my army helmet. I got my bowl game helmet. I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, that you know, you're not, you're not bringing that out to the bar, are you? No, I have before. <laughs> I have before, but I don't. I don't. I usually don't bring that stuff out anymore after I got some like, you know, stuff on my jersey one time. I was like, All right, I probably shouldn't bring this out anymore. Yeah. So, so but yeah, um, it'll be fun. So I, you know, I got, I got, you know, the, I saw the over under was forty. So I think we got, you know, it's gonna be, you know. Probably close, uh, you know, tw you know, just like we saw the past couple of years, man. It's going to be a one-score game, you know, 21-14, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 24-21 you know, maybe. I don't know if it's going to be that high scoring, uh, but definitely, definitely going to be close uh, with Army coming out on top. Yeah, I think if it comes down to like a kick or something like that, Quinn Moretzky's uh... – been kicking pretty solidly this season. I mean, he only has five opportunities at field goals, but made four of them. Um, the one at Wake Forest that missed one at Wake Forest, but I mean, yeah. has made every extra point kick, he's taken in kick, his career. Kick two field goals the last game. I feel like that could be huge tomorrow. That's a Kevin, that's, that's a big in service academies. Yeah, if you can get you can get a kicker who can, you know, sink some field goals. That's uh, yeah. it's a big advantage. Thirty-five big and advantage. in. If you can guarantee thirty-five and in. Yeah. Ooh. Just yeah, take it. I don't want to see any fourth and fourth and shorts from your own twelve in this game or anything like that. You know, I, I mean, I just don't want to see that in, in this game. 
I mean, boot, punt the ball. I mean, I don't know, throw a deep pass and throw it to the other team or something like that yeah. as, a, as a punt. No, I, I don't it, know. I, no, it looked like they finally figured out the punting game the last game too. That was another. That was another bright spot. They had that sweet one that was down at like the two yard line. Yeah, that was Ijon Marshall on that oh, one. Yeah. Hey, so Christian's saying six field goals for Air Force. I mean, six field goals for Army, five field goals for Air Force, 18-15 game. He's going <laughs> to kick field goals. He's going to kick field goals all game. Uh, that'd be, uh, that, that, would not, that would not be a far-fetched uh, score. I like this. I like the score. I mean, that's that's not that's not far off from the uh, 84 game that uh, Sassaman was talking about. Was, oh, I think man. there was a lot of field goals in that one. I don't know how you remember that, Brendan. He talked for so long and he had so many good st- stories. I can't remember that one, Steve. I mean, that was just, uh, man. Yeah. He's maybe he'll be at at the bar. You, you guys are going to be at on. Uh, yeah, I need. He, uh, he's in yeah. Denver. He's in Denver. So yeah. there's a watch. Sure. There's a there's a. I forget the name of the bar, but there's a watch party in Denver as well. So okay. Um, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to contact him. He said he was going to get us Jim Young on the podcast. I'm holding him to it still, Steve. Yeah. I'm contacting mm. him every other week. You know, man, that was fun, James. It's it's been it's been really fun. We really appreciate you have having you on and giving us that scouting report was awesome for seeing the oh, yeah. Air Force live. Um, yeah, just just great to have you back. And uh, guys, if you're uh, watching this right now, check out our YouTube channel. Has James Solo podcast on there? If you um, Search search for his name, and also we've had some really good ones. Steve, right? We're trying to get get a couple more on, and we're going to do the Bulls, um, father and son, right soon. And um, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get reach into the uh, Army history uh, vaults and trying to get some older players too. Uh, Lehman Hall possibly down the road too. It's been fun, and uh, we'll be back here on um we'll be back here on Saturday. Uh, Steve, I don't know. Oh, you got some basketball, so maybe we'll do a later podcast if you. Yeah, want. yeah. Saturday night will be good. We'll definitely do a review back here on Saturday night. Brendan, I hope you can join us. And uh, Steve and James, always welcome on the Black Knight Nation podcast, James. Open I appreciate invitation. that. I appreciate that. Yep. Beat it's fun to be here. Beat them. Beat them. <laughs>